Fig Radio mate. How are you? How are you keeping? How's your bum for love bites? I'm Ronnie Barber. This is live from the gate. I thought came out weird. Live from the... That's live from the gated community. Good to have your company today on Vague Radio UK. Oh, what a, what a week. Uh, well, what a night of news. R. Kelly. Tra- uh, what? Sex? Trafficking? Abuse? Racketeering? He's going to really wish he could fly. See what he did there? He's got to become a favourite in jail, isn't he? You think he'll get to shower alone? I do hope not. Uh, loads of things to talk about today. Do you think it's time that we called in Nick Knowles to save the country? Like a nationwide um, SOS DIY. See, the uh, lorry drivers are threatening to go on strike as well now. We won't notice the difference, mate. Well, we won't, will we? I went for, I got petrol yesterday. I just uh, did my usual top up. And actually, I went to Sainsbury's and it wasn't too bad. Uh, I went down there. I didn't want to go and uh, fill up. I didn't do that. But there was a guy behind me with a, uh, with a canister. Oh, I, gave, I gave him a look through my, I had my mask on. I gave him the look. Oh, yeah, bam. Anyway, I was just thinking last night, I was watching uh, Motorway Cops. My, one of my, I love my motorway cops. And I've been thinking for a long while why I didn't really become a police officer. And I think I know why. I think I would taser an awful lot of people. I don't, have I got any lip at all? Those poor cops on the motorway, they get such a lot of lip. There was a boy last night, he made out he couldn't actually blow into the, the uh, breathalyzer. Taser, just taser them. And they'll gasp then. See, that's what I mean. That's why I should never be put in charge. Uh, <laughs> I should never be put in charge of being a police officer. Um, Adam, would you just like to come to st- down to the police station? No, I don't. Taser! So I'd be known as Taser Barber. Yeah, I would. So that's why uh, it's really important that we have really good people on the streets that uh, they, they know when to use the taser and when not to use the taser. Uh, <laughs> that kind of thing. But my goodness, they go around. They get uh, into some scrapes, those coppers. Uh, oh seven eight four nine four. Oh, text has just come in. Who have we got in today? Who's uh, there today? Uh, okay, morning, young Ronnie. Is that Mark Donigan? How are you, Marky? Marky D. Marky, that sounds a wee bit like a, a wee bit of a rap thing. I believe I can fly. Not anymore, mate. You're going into jail, and you're first in the showers. Oh no! Terrible. What? Are, and they must have known. Every all his sidekicks must have all known what he was up to. They're just, they're just as guilty, aren't they? No, no, probably not as guilty, but... Sales of jerry cans 17 times higher than normal amid fuel chaos. Hang on, my phone keeps dropping. There's nothing worse. You even notice that with your phone drop? Um, yeah, ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. If you want to email me, ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk and text 07849453587. Yeah, I just saw this one. There's a, there's a really sad story today about caramel wafers. I'm going to talk about I mean, so, um, Sales of carrot jerry cans 17 times higher than normal amid fuel crisis. Is it, are they called jerry cans? Because, oh, I've just got to check this. <laughs> Let me just check this, everybody. Jerry cans. Uh, the jerry cans are a band for an equalate. Novanut. No. What is a jerry can? <laughs> Uh, what does it mean? Jerry cans have, uh, jerry can sales have spiked. No, I just, uh, wh- why do they call them jerry cans? That's what, uh, before we get in. Jerry was a slang that they are, yes, I thought it was that. I thought it was vaguely racist. I, um, the Allies used ref, refer to the Germans during the war, and so the jerry can was born. The big difference is that the American jerry cans were shaped so they could interlock and stack with both the British and German versions. Well, there you go. That's a wee bit of cooperation in a wartime. You know, we don't need to be out of fuel during this war. When we're killing each other, we can share our fuel. 
Yeah, we've got to get Nick Knowles involved, haven't we? We've got to get Nick Knowles involved in running this. DIY SOS. He'll get his electrician in as well. Tommy will fix things. 07849 This is Vague Radio. That was camp, wasn't it? Very, that was a camp one, yeah, it was very camp. Vague Radio UK. I sound like a DJ today. Boom. That's a good one. I could get XFM. I'll take that as a demo. I rhymed it like a rapper. Um, morning, Carol. Uh, morning, uh, lovely Alan. Uh, morning, Ronnie. Quite stressed today. Looking for that bloke in Scunthorpe. Yeah, she's going to look for that bloke. Managed to top up late last night. They are serving emergency services only. Uh, no issue with that. I would have easily stayed at home. Yeah, they're, they're going to have to do that. They're going to have to look after. Because it's not just people trying to get to work. The people trying to get to work are nurses as well. And we should be doing something for that. My wife, uh, she went out on a call yesterday and there was enough. There was a pool car that the, the nurses have to use and there was enough fuel in it, um, so it's fine. But there's a lot of nurses, I saw on the telly today, a lot of nurses tr- struggling to get to work. Um, what could we talk about today? Uh, don't want to talk about diabetes and why if you don't get into your trousers, there's a reason. Uh, Will Smith, remember Will Smith? Yeah, fresh. Well, he he he's in an open marriage, right? Never tried those. Look, um, neighbors has got an open kind of relationship going. They're, they're doing polygamy. Uh, the Bank of England chief warns over. Let's see what cheery Bank of England chief. 
The Bank of England, I quite like to see a thin Bank of England man. The Canadian guy we had uh, last time, I quite liked him. When you get a bit of a chubby one, you're thinking, yeah, you do some meetings, mate, and the biscuits on the table. When is the plague of locusts due? Bank of England chief warns over string of economic shocks. Hurrah! Let's get break out the uh, let's just break out the fun stuff, shall we? Just break out the fun and have a party. We're up shit creek, everybody, but let's smile as we go along. I don't know what's going to happen, and neither do you. Anyway. Um, we're a string of economic shocks for the country and truly hard yards ahead. Not for the rich people, it isn't. As the country's recovery from pandemic stalls, Britain uh, faces the hard yards. In a downbeat speech, Andrew Bailey cautioned the interest rates will have to rise to tame escalating prices. Yeah, the inflation's gone. Shh. Shh. That's what we say in the business world. Shh. But stress, the economy is uh, too, currently too weak to withstand such a move. He said many problems have reared their heads over the last few months, and he was tempted to ask, and when are the locusts due to arrive? In the reference to the biblical plagues of Egypt. Inflation and a rise of cost of living has been running away from the bank's target of 2% recently, as staffing shortages, supply chain blockage, and red-hot energy prices. Let me think, why don't you just say Brexit, mate? Just say Brexit. That's all it is. And all these, uh, you know, all the Brexiteers going, yeah, you remain as... Well, there you go. Tell me I'm wrong, eh? It's a pandemic cause. No, it hasn't. Anyway, anyone up here? Oh, here's just Strictly News today. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, exclusive. They believe measures in place are as good as they can be. Strictly bosses say they, they aren't bulletproof and won't increase testing despite Tom Fletcher and Amy Dowden's COVID fiasco. I like Amy as well. But they are talking about get rid of the, uh, get, just get rid of the audience. Yeah. yeah. Get rid of backstories as well. Get rid of really those bad little, you know those little vignettes they use to fill out. Get rid of those as well. Uh, Amy, who received her COVID-19 uh, vaccination prior to contract the illness, there you go, had previously accompanied Tom and his fly uh, bandmates during their current UK tour. Ah, right. Well, there's your issue, isn't she? She went on tour with the boys. You're going to catch something on there. I've, I've been in a lot of tours, but a lot of radio tours. Yeah, yeah. Well, you do, don't you? When you're a major minor celebrity like what I am, you go, now you catch the syphilis and the gonorrhea. And, and, and not, not the chlamydia. You know, I, I, I turn, I, no, no, I'd say, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, but look at the Manchester Evening News today. Um, but shall we tell you, talk about the British terrorist? Shall we talk about this? British terrorist who fled ISIS caught because he couldn't stop eating what? Kebabs. Former rapper Abdel Majid Abdel Bari, 31, put on six stone after fleeing Islamic State and his ears had to be used to identify what? His ears had to be used. What would he say? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Well, your ears will be like a, a fingerprint, won't they? You have to put your ear down to get it. Ear in your, uh, ink in your, I'll put that one down. Ink in your ear. Ink on your ear. Oh, a text, uh, 077. Oh, no, that's the wrong number again. I was going to give the BBC number. That's not going to happen. 07849 You want to be involved in the show. If you want to come on the radio, that's fine as well. I don't mind. Ink on your, on your ears. Big shop. I'm going to try and do a big shop today. I've got my B12 injection today at uh, 11.10. Yes, I have. And then it's Daisy's birthday today. Daisy's six today. And for the first time in six years, because uh, you know she's autistic, she really opened up her presence this morning and was really engaged with it. So a major step forward. So it's lovely to hear that. I got the pictures uh, earlier on. And she's really coming on a treat. Really coming on a treat. It's brilliant. Uh, what else have we got for you? Yeah, anyway, let's talk about this guy. The alleged terrorist who put on... He's, a, he's alleged uh, was seized after fleeing Islamic State uh, for his kebab habit. Uh, former rapper uh, gained so much weight while on a run that the Spanish police had to use his ears to identify him. The Londoner had joined and uh, fought in Syria with Islamic State and was taken for its beheader-in-chief, Jihadi John. Yeah, Jihadi John. Detectives identified Algerian fixer and a published people smuggler as a man ordering kebabs online for this guy. 
thanks to social media. They surveilled their address in Almeria, South East Spain, before pouncing on Abdel Bari as the alleged terror team took on a third kebab delivery. Well, you know, I think there's a lot to be learned here. Um, you know, uh, if you want to stay undercover, don't have too many kebabs. It's the, it's, it's the given thing. Uh, the saddest, oh, well, I'll play a tune first and then we'll come back. I love, I heard this tune last night on an advert and I thought, oh, we'll play that tonight. Oh, it's today. Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. To be fair, you sometimes can take two looks. Let's be honest, sometimes you're like, oh, yeah, not bad. Let me see you from the other side. Let me see your good side. And then you realise, of course, maybe not for you. Hands up, those of you, and that's not a German thing, hands up, those of you who, when they heard Andy McDonald had re- uh, had quit, went, who's Andy McDonald? <laughs> It's got to that stage with British politics now. Somebody resigns, you go, who that? Who that? I don't know who that is. Well, I'll tell you who he is. He's uh, he's, uh, Starmer's, he's in the shadow cabinet. That's a nightmare. You think they put a light on. Boom! Boom! Why am I on today? God, this is free. This is free. This radio station has been paid for, probably a lot of you listening today have paid for it. Yeah, Andy McDonald quits Keir Starmer's uh, shadow cabinet at uh, the Labour conference. Not trying to draw attention or anything. In a dramatic resignation letter, the left-leaning, he leans to the left as well. That must be weird as well when he's going through doors. Um, the MP accused Sir Keir of breaking pledges to keep socialist policies, leaving the party more divided than the other. Yeah, the Labour Party, they are divided. Keir Starmer has suffered a bloated leadership as a member of the Shadow Cabinet. This is from the Daily Mirror, by the way. Oh, no, it's the iNews. Uh, so it's we're not sticking to socialist policies. You know, I was sticking with this. What if the Labour Party just went on that and went, we're going to, if we get into power, we're going to get back into the EU? Do you think they'd win votes? Do you think they'd get in? Ahead of the Labour Party's first in-person conference speech, left-wing shadow employment secretary... Oh, he's the employment secretary. <laughs> not anymore, he's not. He's looking for employment. Go, I'm on it today, aren't I? 
I know what's on it. Sorry, I've got to stop laughing myself. But I've heard all these jokes. I know what's coming. So uh, the shock registration in Brighton on Monday came amid jitters across the Labour Party over his leadership. I've only been in Brighton once. I've only, yeah, I think I took Neil down to have a look at a university there, but apparently the pubs weren't good enough for me. The resignation of Mr MacDonald, who had been the last uh, staunch supporter of Mr Corbyn. Oh, he's a Corbynite. That's the stuff that Superman uh, hates, isn't it? Superman, don't get any further. I've got a bag of Corbynite here. Oh, shoot. You're going to give me speeches all day long. And uh, Shadow, um, right, he's Shadow, and John MacDonald, Shadow Chancellor under Mr Corbyn, he's a Corbynite as well, said the Labour leader uh, will need to assess his own future if his conference speech on Wednesday failed to lift Labour's poll rating. Oh, crikey. Well, who have they got? I think Angela Rayner would make a pitch for her. Quite sure she'd be all right. Ed Miliband might get short of it. He's been so much better since he grew up, hasn't he? Uh... <laughs> is, this, is this from Mr Taylor? I've just a text from Taylor. Uh, oh, no, this is Carroll. I don't know how about old MacDonald quitting. I wish the rest of the Muppets would quit. Nice. <laughs> I love it. Nice one, Carroll. Old MacDonald had a farm, had a, a shadow cabinet. Put the lights on. What else have we got for you today? Uh, so, the Labour Party are in turmoil. Just when we could do with them just being a bit better. They're in complete turmoil. Uh, what else have we got? Andy Burnham tells Labour Conference that Metro mayors will win the Labour next election. Yeah, that's they've got Metro mayors. We've had we've just had that in the Cambridge, haven't we? We've just had the uh, the, the guy. Uh, what's his name? He was a Labour guy that got in, didn't he? Did all right. I was quite surprised when he got in. Uh, it used to be that other guy. I wasn't a great fan of, and I don't think he was a great fan of mine. Either. Uh, what else have we got here? Oh, yeah. Um, anglers use punt to block paddle borders. That's coming up after this. 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 Punt wars. What? Punt wars. Hey. 07849453587. I'm Ronnie Barber. This is Vague Radio from the Gated Community. They're still fighting in the uh, forecourts, by the way, which is Confidence lovely. It's a preference for the habitual voyeur of what is known as. A morning suit can be avoided if you take a route straight through what is known as. John's got Brewer's fruit, he gets intimidated by the dirty pigeons. They love a bit of him. Who's that gut lord marching? You should cut down on your pork life, mate. Get some exercise. I want, except on Wednesdays when I get rudely awakened by the dustman. I put my trousers on, have a cup of tea, and I think about leaving the house. I feed the pigeons, I sometimes feed the sparrows too. It gives me a sense of enormous well-being. And then I'm happy for the rest of the day. Safe in the knowledge there will always be a bit of my heart devoted to it. Oh, 
in a Princess Street Park. I think that's what they call it, Princess Street Park in Edinburgh, uh, just over 10 days ago. Oh, it was brilliant. Edinburgh's fabulous. So is Glasgow. So is, yeah. I think one day I might retire. No, the kids won't let me go back to Scotland. To be fair, I don't think Scotland will have me back either. Uh, what have we got for... Yeah, let's talk about the anglers use punt. Uh, to block paddle boarders going under the bridge at the River Avon. Oh, my mate Heather might uh, be interested in this. In an escalation of bitter war over the right of access to idyllic waterway. Uh, the, so the, what they did, it's a bitter war uh, along the River Avon, and it's between uh, the punters, uh, oh no, it's the anglers and the water boarders. All right. The, portal, the paddle boarders insist the river has been used for centuries as a rites of passage. I've never tried. That's weird. You know what I mean by the, the paddle? Yeah, you, you stand on the water very... You stand on a board and just paddle. There's nothing to it. You don't sit down. You just stand. You don't even go fast. It's just bored. I've seen them down at the river um, at Ely. Oops. Uh, what else? Uh, they paddle... Uh, since they have been... Uh, the paddleboard says it's, it's up to them. Much like the rest of the country, the number of kayaks and stand-up paddleboards, they're called SUPs. <laughs> it's an SUP. I'm going out for an SUP. I'd love to. I know what I would love to do. I'd love to be uh, like Hawaii Five O. Hang on. Let's get to. Let's go to Hawaii together. Hawaii. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go to Hawaii together. There I am. I've got my. I'm just to get my t-shirt off. I've got my. Speedos on, and I've got my state-of-the-art surfboard. The surf's up, everybody. I might hang a ten today. It just depends the way my trousers sit. And I run into there, I paddle out, and then I hit a big wave. And then I shout for help when I realise I haven't got my paddle board or my surfboard connected to my leg. Must be a scary moment. Anyway, um, so the so the, yeah, I, this is going to kick off big time, because the punt the if anglers. Oh, by the way, that uh, fantastic uh, show, uh, um, Paul Whitehouse and uh, Bob Mortimer. I uh, got fishing on Sunday. It's just wonderful. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say to you there? Uh, yeah, uh, so it looks like that's going to become the next thing in war. Where's that going? What happened there? Don't test that. Don't touch anything. My internet's got a bit weird today. Yeah, um, so so be warned, paddle boarders, uh, the fishermen are uh, up in arms. I see them fishing next to the, uh, is it the, is it the ooze? It's, I can never remember. Is it the ooze? It's the Ely, it might be. Uh, and they sit there all day long, just kind of just, you know, there's, no, there's no excitement, there's no, you know, it's just boats going up and down and the, the fish must go, oh, well, there's a boat, I'll clear off for a bit and I'll come back. And then they fire stuff out into the into the the area as well. They fire sweet corn to attract the fish. Well, surely once I've had a wee bit of sweet corn, that'll be them. So be warned. Hey, what's the next one? Uh, what's the next one? What have we got for you here? Uh, okay. Uh, oh, I've got to get some uh, Prince Andrew news for you. Oh, yeah, here we go then, here we go. Going to Pizza Express in Woking is an unusual thing for me to do. Yes, it is. I wonder if he'll ever meet R. Kelly, Prince Andrew. Do you think they will? They might have a lot in common. They might, you know, they just might just chat about, you know, being the celebrities. That might be the thing. No, that, you know, uh, proven innocent to your guilty or guilty to your proven, you know, whatever. Witness who saw Prince Andrew ta dancing with sex slave victim will testify in court. This is a big one. A woman who claims she saw Prince Andrew dancing with his alleged sex abuse accuser the night he was at Pizza Express has agreed to testify against him in the United States. Shukra Walker is prepared to face down the Duke of York and reveal details of an encounter she had with him at Tramp's nightclub in London 2001. Why don't they just ask the security guards? They'll remember everybody. If you're on the list, there will be a list. Andrew's being sued by the New York, by Virginia Guaffrey, who, uh, who alleges she sexually, she, he sexually assaulted her on three occasions. One instance being the night after she claims she visited a nightclub with the Duke. Miss Walker, who lives in London, 
has already given a written statement to the FBI. Uh-oh. The evidence could contradict the uh, Duke's upcoming defence. Going to Pizza Express in Woking is an unusual thing for me to do. So it looks like there's a lot of evidence building up, but which way is it going to go? And will he ever appear in court? Right, coming up, I'm going to talk about what else? Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about the fact that uh, caramel wafers were uh, abandoned in uh, Glasgow, or in Scotland, it's terrible. This scene of carnage I've never seen before. Uh, what else have we got to talk about? Uh, uh, is anybody selling uh, uh, alcohol or petrol in the street corners? That one to talk about as well. Uh, anything else? Oh, the nude guy who... Um, who is a, who's going to replace Angela, Angela Merkel? Uh, looks like a very interesting guy. He's a bit of a baldy, but let's let not don't let's not judge just on the baldness thing. Oh seven eight four nine four five three five eight seven. Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. You've got that look. I'm sounding more like a DJ, aren't I? That's a Radio 2 link there. Pop Master. Pop, Pop Master. Is it like a rainbow? She's got the look. Heavenly bomb, cause heaven's got a number when she's spinning me around. Kissing is a color, a loving is a wild dog. She's got the look. She's got the look. Hungry for but but na 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 na. How are you? Welcome. Uh, this is the Gated Communities uh, on radio station, Vague Radio UK. We celebrate the vagueness of life and the vagueness 
and how short this whole thing is. Well, it is, isn't it? Let's be honest. Uh, what am I going to play? Right, listen, tell soul to soul, get ready. Yeah, tell them to get ready. I'm having them on that next. Yeah, I want them on next. Soul to soul, back to life. Get them on next. I'll play that one next. Okay. And tell them not to be late. I want them straight in because it opens with the vocals. Saddest thing I've ever seen. Caramel wafer spill leaves Glasgow's locals gutted from the Daily Record. Residents in the south side of Glasgow were utterly, I don't know if I know anybody from the south side of Leet or Caramel Wafer, the bit Edinburgh south side. Some of them are. Residents in the south side of Glasgow were utterly baffled by dozens of wafers scattered onto the pavement. Uh, Scott has called the Caramel Wafer split the saddest thing I've ever seen. Residents there were, were baffled. Uh, the photos are originally shared by Sebastian Bell from, from Scotland, somebody called Sebastian Bell, away and jump. Nobody's got a kid in Scotland called Sebastian. Nobody's called Seb. No, I had a producer called Seb, but he was English. The photos originally shared by Sebastian Bell. Sebastian, come in and get your dinner. Sebastian, are you bastion? He was at uh, Kingar Street in Govan Hill. According to Glasgow Live, saddest thing I've ever seen, Carmel Waver Factory rejects spilled, uh, rejects spilled over the streets of Govan. Oh, there is such a thing. Oh, yeah, look at that. Lovely. Oh, and they're covering chocolate as well. And then the rejects. Oh, that's so bad. They were smooshed biscuits on every corner. <laughs> smooshed. She later added, I'm also utterly... Oh, wait, was Sebastian Lassie? Or is it might be Sebastian. Well, that case, it might be all right. I still don't think she'll be called Sebastian in Scotland. She said, I'm also utterly left baffled, and the truck was a rental one. What the hell, man? The picture showed the sweet treats spilling out of cardboard boxes stored beside furniture in a white delivery van parked on the road. One Twitter user said, I don't understand this. Where are they going? What happened? Was this a robbery gone wrong? <laughs> a wafer robbery. <laughs> a wafer robbery. <laughs> Got or a message sent from one crime family to another. I'm so confused. Prompting one person to respond, probably by a heist of ga a gang of armed rats surprising, uh, surprising in the middle of the job. Oh, yet? Yeah. Oh, I'm, there's better pictures. Oh, I've got to share this. I'll put this on Facebook for you. Oh, this is a great picture. Oh, well, such a waste. Such a waste. Oh, man, that's terrible. It's a, it is a sad thing. They're not wrappered up, that, and I think they're tonics. Ah, oh. is there no? Somebody said, "Is there no way for them to be restored?" Uh, oh, one. Just we. Somebody said, "Just when we run under the tap, under the top of the, and they'll be clean." Oh, what? Oh, I'm just. I'm going to get some caramel logs. I'll put that down in my list today. Caramel uh, tonics. Get some tonics. A Tunnock's tea cake as well. Do you like a Tunnock's tea cake? Me too. Tunnock's tea cakes. Oh. Wafer Wars as well. Wafer Wars. <laughs> I love the theory. It could be something. Hey, listen, are you diabetic? All right, I've got some news for you. People who can't fit into the jeans they, wear, they wore age 21 are more likely to get diabetes, but it can be reversed. What the hell? 21, what waste would I have when I was 21? I'd probably be 20, 24, whatever. Study found diabetes went on into remission after losing 10 to 15% of your weight. This was true for even type 2 diabetes uh, sufferers who are not classified as obese. Researchers say if you can't fit into the same pants as you did when you're 21, you're at risk. <laughs> I can barely fit into the same car. Losing weight could reverse two types of diabetes, type 2 diabetes uh, among sufferers who are of normal weight. As a rule, avoiding the conditions, scientists say your waist should be the same size you were when you're 21. Gee whiz. Experts analysed 12 people. Oh, it was a big survey, was it? With type 2 diabetes who are classified as being of normal BMI. Yeah, the BMI, that's your um, BMI is a uh, um, basic... Um, BMI, what is that? Uh, basic, you, you're all shouting at me. Don't, I can't hear you. BMI. They flew out of uh, Birmingham, didn't they? Uh, body mass index, yeah, your body mass index. Do you want to know how to work it out, your body mass index? 
your height. Right, let me see. Let me, uh, I'll, I'll do that. I accept. We're going Let's do our body mass index. Body, uh, I'm five foot. Uh, uh, I, I'm five foot six. Okay, six. Uh, uh, let me do that. Six, five foot six. You do this. You can get just do a body math. You can do it yourself. And then my weight is uh, pounds. Uh, so uh, hang on. That's right. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a savage here. Okay. Oh, this is gonna be bad. Body Max Index coming up for Ronnie Barber. I've, you can hear how far I've got to get up the pounds thing. And I'm not massive. Right, calculate. I've got 25.1. Yeah, I'm overweight. 25 to 29.9, so I'm, I'm slightly overweight. Yes, I am overweight, so... God. So get your, uh, but, but uh, see if you can find the trousers you were in when you were 21, kids, and you'll work out what your body mass index is, and that'll be well worth you finding out because you can reverse your diabetes. That'd be not a bad wee phone in. Phone in now and find out what your BMI is. I flew with them once, Ronnie, another flying again. Couldn't he fit in the seats, the bastards?
Woman not happy after in-laws eat wedding cake while on her honeymoon. <laughs> I love these headlines. I just, <laughs> that's great. This is from the Indy. Uh, the Indy, Indy. Yeah, I'm just going to move something up here. Yeah, this is from the Indy. Uh, a woman has been left wondering, I, am I an a-hole after she was upset? Her in-laws ate her wedding cake while on her honeymoon. One uh, they had planned to freeze for their one-year anniversary. Uh, the enormous 24-year-old uh, uh, added their honeymoon only lasted four days due to a tight budget and their in-laws stayed in their house for an extra two days to save flights and avoid booking a hotel. When my husband and I got back from our honeymoon, our cake was gone. They could have gone and got some Tunnock's wafers. The cake that wasn't necessarily very crazy expensive. However, we clearly mentioned we wanted to save it. When confronted, my in-laws said that saving a wedding cake for a year is disgusting, and they did us a favour. Am I being an a-hole, she asks, for being angry? <laughs> we can easily buy another cake, but I'm mostly I'm upset that it's ruined a tradition we wanted to do. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Don't they keep it for the, the birth of the first child? No, I don't know if the anniversary comes in. I mean, your fruit cake you can keep for ages. Oh, it must have been a fruit cake because you can't keep anything else. What else are there? on the sidebars of the Indy 100? Woman kicks sea lion off boat. Into right, okay, okay. Let's see what's happening. This doesn't look good. Woman sparks debate after kicking sea lion off into orca-infested waters in a viral TikTok. Orcas are big whales, aren't they? Um, and she, uh, yeah, killer whale circled her boat and it sparked a debate. Orcas primarily eat marine animals, including sea lions. In the first video, uh, the women filmed the sea lion, which had clambered on the boat. She said, you have to go, you can't be here. Oh, she's going to get She's going to get such a... The, the Twitter net is going to dive in there. Yeah. Uh, Google Maps catches man doing a poo on a roof, car roof. Rats the size of cats. Oh, hang on, wait a minute. Rats the size of cats. Let's go in there, everybody. Rats. <laughs> Rats the size of cats reportedly invading homes through toilets. Large rats the size of cats are reportedly invading homes in England by climbing up the toilets. Ace Pest Controller, I don't know if he's Ace or that's the name of his company, but Ace Pest Controller uh, boss Andrew Delbridge told the Norwich Evening News that rats are getting bigger and braver since the lockdown. I was called out to one job in Norwich and the customer could barely speak. She was in so much shock. She'd been using the bathroom and heard the noise. She looked down and it was the toilet bowl. What? It was in the toilet bowl and, and this is happening more and more frequently. All right. I'm glad I stand for the toilet. I stand for everything. I don't, I don't sit down ever in the toilet. No, well, you don't. Well, you're trained in the RAF never to sit down in the toilet. It's one of the things we do. Never sit down in the toilet because you never know when you're going to have to be called into action. He also heard from a couple who were driven out of their home by the rodents. These brave animals are only getting bold. They're the rats. After given the freedom to go to places they wouldn't have attempted to go before, as humans stayed home during lockdown, they're getting much less shy about letting themselves into people's homes, businesses and bathrooms. During the lockdown, the British Pest Control Association, the BPCA, yeah, it's the BPCA, 51% increase in rat activity. Oh, no shortage of rats then. Well, then why didn't the government talk about that? You know, when we come into power, the rats weren't... They were big, but they're not as big as they are now. Although you might think getting a cat would help. Delbury said, a sensible cat doesn't like a big rat, and I'm seeing cats having a huge problem with fleas at the moment. So you would still have rats and fleas. Horrifying rats making their way up through to our toilets. Isn't it an urban legend? Oh, what? All right, so be warned. Right, I'm just saying that as a public service broadcaster. Just when you sit down... Uh, let's see what else we've got on the sidebars. Uh, Google Man Cat, no, no, it's not. Uh, awkward moment, no, no. Uh, nothing there, Prince Harry. Prince Harry appears to uh, greet a dog as he leaves the world test. What does he mean, appears to greet a dog? Man screams after noting his young daughter playing with her tarantula. What? 
Dad screams after Nottingham. So, so if you are of a nervous disposition, you may want to go and listen to Radio Cambridgeshire or some. Dad screams, mind you, that might make you more nervous. Uh, no, no, it's Dottie this morning. It's Dottie, she's great. I love Dottie. Dad screams after Nottingham, 18 month old daughter, is playing with a tarantula. Her dad had to act fast when he, he spotted this. The video shows David Lehman, 36, screaming as he spots his 18-month-old plate looking at a huge spider in an upturned coffee tin. After asking what she was doing, notice the creature, Lehman screams and shouts, put that down, put that down. It's a spider. Uh, it happened, it's all off, oh, wait a minute, it's okay, everybody calm down. It happened in Arizona, so we're all right. It's in America. Okay, it's fine. One more story, then I'll have to go. I've got to get uh, the big shop done, and I've got my B12 injection today. I've ever seen Robert De Niro in a film talking Italian. Oh, UPS delivery outside. Okay. I hope they don't come to me. because I'm on the radio. I can't take deliveries at the moment, madam. Uh, here's your last story for today. It's a Yuri Geller story. You know the bam? Yes, Yuri Geller. Taken in, Yuri Geller says he was taken into a secret NASA base and shown crashed UFO breathing. Oh, what? What the... UFO, the unidentified flying object, was breathing. Renowned spoonbender. <laughs> That's what you want. Renowned spoonbender Yuri Geller claims he's taken to a US government facility where he's shown bits of the UFOs and he says the first time he saw the aliens, they gave him psychic powers. Oh, that was lucky. A psychic Yuri Geller has sensationally claimed he was taken into a secret military room and shown a breathing alien artifacts. 
The spoon bender's jaw dropped when he witnessed. Well, he must have known it was good. Why was he surprised? He must have known he's a psychic. He can't walk in there and go, what? He must be the worst one to play an April Fool on. Now, I know what you're doing. But today he warns the Daily Star readers the public is not ready for the truth, unfortunately. The 74-year-old has been utterly devoted to UFOs over an encounter with one changed his life forever. Yuri was just free when, when in his native Israel, he says they struck him with a bright light and gave him psychic powers. This led to a lifelong obsession to find out well the truth is really out there, culminating in a trip to a military bunker. Their location is a closely guarded secret. Well, it's a military bunker, it should be. Nobody should know where your bunkers are. That's the rule. I've seen that in the, uh, in the United Nations. Do not let anybody know where your bunkers are. The uh, Yuri... He said he was shown um, pieces of UFO thingies. And, and, and oh, he's doing that steery thing, you know. Tinted his hair, but it looks like it's clearly not from our planet, but from a crash UFO. A US soldier opened the door. He was wearing an orange coat with a NASA insignia on it. What, the alien? A huge freeze door was opened and my jaw dropped. <gasps> Lord, loads of bits of UFOs and that validated the existence of, U of aliens for me. The possibility of extraterrestrial life has been in the headlines this year after the US government produced an extensive report on unidentified flying objects. I think it's going to happen. It's, but I, I'm still of the thingy that why would they come to Earth? And certainly why would they come to Britain? Because Pretty Patel would just send them back. If we got any aliens, can you imagine? She would say, all right, send them back. She got the French to send them back. Hey, listen, I've got to go. I've got a big shop to do, uh, a wee bit of ironing to do, then my B12 injection, and then we'll get Daisy's party tonight, which is lovely. Have a good day. Keep your hands to yourself, you dirty beggars. I never thought I'd miss you half as much as I do. It's you I need to take the blue 